Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome, this is Wendy B. And I am a solution coach. And I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people like you become extraordinary people. You become extraordinary through adversity you have lived through and who you have become regardless of those circumstances. I believe that you have the ability to get unstuck and thrive, not just survive. You will get coached on solutions, how to discover limiting beliefs you have that create barriers for you in the areas that, are de- that you are dealing with and the areas that are important to you. With my 40 years of coaching, wisdom, and experience, I will help you deal with difficult situations you will deal with throughout your life. You will walk away with clarity, freedom, and power. You will have some practical tools to successfully deal with the areas you are now struggling with, regardless of how difficult the situation is. With over 40 years of practical experience of coaching, leading, as well as attending transformational workshops, I started and successfully sold over six businesses. Each business I had no previous experience in. Practicing transformational conversations that make a difference has helped me succeed in areas where I had no training. With this experience, my intention is to cause you to be curious, excited, thought-provoked, to cause you to alter your thinking, alter your thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise, and living from that altered view, create a new future for yourself, a new future that was not going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that could make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. Are you currently taking effective actions that will move you forward to fulfill your dreams? Are you excited about your life? This podcast will inspire you to start taking new actions today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams, or maybe you are resigned that you could never make them happen. Regardless of your age or circumstances, you will be motivated and inspired to take one step at a time and turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late for you to start. You can always create solutions. Would you like clarity, freedom, and power regardless of what life throws at you. It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power, true freedom is having clarity, freedom, and power when your own circumstances are ugly. This podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? What would it take for you to get unstuck and then thrive? What does it take for you to thrive? emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially. Well, I believe we're either expanding or retracting. This last while has been stressful. And I came across this saying and it said, remember, most of your stress comes from how you respond, not the way life is. Adjust your attitude. Change how you see things. Look for the good in all situations. Take the lesson and find new opportunities to grow. Let all the extra stress, worrying, and overthinking go. I'm so grateful that I generally, most of the time, come from that 
stress is from how you respond. And I was working at a, a group home for four days and one of the girls was really challenging to be with because she kept, well, she was getting really paranoid. And I really believe it was from her taking marijuana. And I made that suggestion to her and she usually, I guess, goes out twice a day and they call it blazing or choking up or whatever it is. <laughs> And I noticed that she was more paranoid and emotional after. I got her to look at that. And interesting enough, she went a whole day, uh, was able out of the four days, she went one full day without taking any marijuana. And she seemed to respond really well. And she noticed that. So I'm praying that, you know, she even verbally said, you know, maybe I need to give up marijuana. And I said, well, notice the difference in your mood swings when you have it and when you don't. And it was just a challenging four days, but it was a rewarding four days. I could have responded if, if she sees the difference, why is she still going out there toking up? If I responded that way, I would just be stuck. You can take someone to water, but you can't make them drink. I know someone tried to convince me that you could make them drink too, but no, it doesn't turn out that way. They have to choose. And then I left at 6.30 in the morning and then I was to catch a flight to Las Vegas for my mastermind. And I ended up being on the road 12 hours instead of my usual four to six hours. Again, it was like, you know, when we were told the plane was canceled because of maintenance. It reminds me of a story that my girlfriend from Al-Anon, she's passed since, but she was saying, uh, her and a group of them were on their way to assembly from Hope to Kamloops and they got stopped on the highway and weren't allowed to go and they had four to six hours to do other things and she said we could have got upset or just maybe this was God's intervention and then they found out when they did get to Kamloops that there had been a shooter on the road shooting at people and you know so it was God's intervention so I just looked at it as I'd rather be flying in a plane that was safe. I got to Las Vegas safely, even though it took 12 hours. How I responded was I just stayed calm, read, did some homework. I had to stand in line for a couple of hours with uh, United and get them to change my flight because I was catching two flights. So it changed my itinerary. And again, coming home, the same thing happened and I had to, I didn't have to, but I just stayed calm through the whole situation. It was 12 hours coming home. I've decided that from now on I'm going to probably not go with that uh, airplane necessarily a company take airplane companies that I use that I've never experienced that in so maybe I'm going to go with the people that I'm more experienced with so that I'm not held up and it taught me too that I might have saved money taking two planes when I look at the time wasted 12 hours is like you know almost two days of work it might have paid off to pay the extra money and go straight there. I am thrilled that I was able to respond. I just had to keep looking at the bright side. Um, I got, uh, I was given a book at the Mastermind. I got to read most of it and learn from a another speaker author. I was able to eat my meals without rushing. I could just be grateful that we were all safe and sound. It was an experience that could have, like when we go back to the saying, remember most of your stress comes from how you respond. 
And it was interesting because on the way home, I had to take, as well as going there, but I had to take two trains. And then when I got off the Sky Train, uh, I just missed the bus. Like it was standing right there. And I was the next person to get on and it said full. And a guy pushed in front of me trying to get on. Like I guess he thought he was more important than me, but the guy wouldn't let him on. What? was neat you know I had a half an hour so I got to observe people it's you know 11 o'clock at night I got to observe people and then I met this really neat older guy on the bus and and I contributed to him he thanked me we had a conversation and he thanked me like he said you know the way you look at things gives me another way of looking and I feel so grateful that I've met you and you know so I got to make a difference I mean my whole sole purpose in life is valuing and honoring people, well, valuing and honoring children and having people get that regardless of your circumstances, you can have freedom and power. And out of the conversation I had with this older gentleman, he saw that. And so I got I got to make it a difference with someone that maybe I would have never met and, and able to contribute. So that was neat. Stress is of our own making. And Sometimes we don't see that and it's how we respond because I noticed the other day I did a doo-doo. Someone in a group that I've been leading for a while, she just never shows up on time, uh, always has excuses. I just told her how my experience of that and then someone else piped up and, and then it got rowdy and I, the woman wanted to give more excuses and I just like no the way I handled it caused stress for everybody else and I got to see that again how you respond in life creates stress so then I was left dealing with everybody's reaction to my response so the phone call instead of being a coaching call ended up dealing with people's reacting to my reaction to this woman what I got from that is like I created that being a more stressful I could have handled it differently I could have addressed it rather than address it with no patience I could have just addressed it and told her there was no workability and not taken anything personal and it would have gone way better. So my invitation is for us to look at, you know, when we're in stressful situations, do we make it more stressful because of how we respond? Like, are we acting like it shouldn't be this way? On the 12 hours, I responded really well. The next day when I had to do a phone call, I was tired and I didn't have the tolerance that I normally would in dealing in a group. And the ramification is that I had to listen to how people reacted to my response. I wasn't loving in my response. It was like, no, I'm not listening to you anymore. And the girl said, well, I'm going to get off the call. And I went, good. <laughs> Not a great way to handle a, a coaching call. So, <laughs> but I have a really great relationship with these people. And I cleaned up my part. And now we're moving forward again. <laughs> we're a group. We meet once a week. And I've been leading this for months. So it's like we have, I think, four or five more weeks. And then that group ends. And here's an opportunity for all of us to learn, including the girl that oh, hasn't been willing to be accountable for our agreements. We have certain agreements and we've all been keeping them except this girl. So I could look at her and blame her or it's like my response, like I, I reacted 
rather than respond in a, a powerful way that would address the situation and and still have not people reacting you know because it took you know the phone calls about we get coached on certain things for that hour and that didn't happen in that hour because of how I responded you know I took it personal and got annoyed so in closing we're exploring how you can get unstuck and thrive regardless of what's going on and I was stuck right where, where are you being right about something and unforgiving or blind and I was being right that she shouldn't do this you know rather than making a powerful request for her to recommit to keeping her agreements and that's being on time participating at a certain level that we've all agreed to it could have and that could have ended she could have chosen right then instead I out of me reacting I got her reacting and got other people reacting so I'm responsible for that my invitation is for you to look at where are you being right about something unforgiving or blind where are you stuck can you distinguish a limiting barrier you have one question to ask yourself is what are you committed to in that situation get a piece of paper and write down one or two actions that have, that you habitually do that keep you stuck and one of my habitual habits that keep me stuck if i if i don't distinguish it is making someone wrong because I think they should be doing it a particular way. They've agreed and then they keep not keeping the word. If I take it personal, I can't give them any access to power and I have no power. If I don't take it personal and I just look at what am I committed to so that there's I'm committed to workability. So what are the actions I would do to keep workability or what would I need to say to have workability be there? And when I don't, the habit of being annoyed and taking things personal limits me. So I'm asking you, if you took a new action from asking yourself, what am I committed to here? What do you think would be available? I know that if I had have not taken it personal, not made it wrong, there would she would have had some access to clean it up or recommit. All she was left with was defending herself, right? And then people voting on how it should have <laughs> gone. So are you willing to risk a new effective action? Are you willing to create a new effective habit? What did you see here? What's one new action you could take away from listening to this podcast? Do you agree that most of your stress comes from how you respond to a situation? Can you respond differently and if you responded differently could there be a better outcome what did you see here what's one new action you are taking away from listening to this podcast get a piece of paper and write that down i request that you subscribe to my podcast i'm rated at number five when you get handed lemons how fast can you make lemonade with an attitude of gratitude you can make lemonade i'd love to hear from you would you like a complimentary 15 minute coaching session i want to call you and hear about one area you're stuck in what conversation are you having that is limiting you i will give you an amazing tip and if you take the coaching, it will move you forward. Do you want to be on my podcast? I will call people who let me know they left a five-star rating for this podcast. And provide their username on iTunes, Google Plus, Stitcher, just at Fast. Hit the button, subscribe to my podcast. I'm rated number five. Thanks for listening. Keep thriving and let's get you unstuck. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email wendyb at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com.